Welcome to Voices of Experience, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. Are you having a difficult time knowing what you should and shouldn't say in your marketing materials or during presentations due to a rapidly changing environment? If so, today's episode, Communication Strategy, is just for you. Let's get started. On this episode of Voices of Experience, we have Kim Davis with us talking about communication strategy. Kim was an on-air personality on major news stations for more than 25 years and a news manager for television and print for more than 10 years. So who better is there to help us figure out our communication strategy right now? Thank you so much for joining us, Kim. Thanks for having me, Crystal. Let's dive in. Because, I mean, there's so much to cover in such a small amount of time. And as professional speakers, we're living in a time where the world has changed twice in, in this past year, right? And we're trying to figure out how to navigate it. So my first question is, you know, when we're looking at COVID-19 and the 2020 human rights movement, does that impact this way speakers show up on social media and marketing materials and from the stage? Or should we just kind of keep doing what we've been doing and stay away from it because it's too risky? Well, I think, first of all, it's a great question. I think it depends on what you do and what your, what your lane is, right? If this is not an area where you have, have you, you've been um, impactful and involved, if this is not your niche, then stay away from it. Because people are going to tell that you're just being opportunistic and that you're not really trying to be helpful. Authenticity, we always talk about that as speakers. It's really important now. And people are waiting and watching. And I think it's important to just take a breath and ask yourself, is this something that I knew or talked about before? If it is not, then, then hold off. Don't do it now. So let's say that it's someone like me. I'm a technology okay. speaker, right? So this is not my lane. But will it impact some of my messaging? Like, I'll give you an example. I realize that there's certain jokes I used to tell that in light of what's going on now, like I had one about someone shooting someone on a doorstep if they were in Texas and it got tons of laughs or I'd say, oh, you're going to go out there and kill it or this take this viral. Do we now have to kind of reexamine that type of stuff too? Absolutely. I think we have to be sensitive to it. And I think what we have to do now is take a step back, talk to somebody else, read it to them, listen to it because the shooting joke, uh, kill it joke. While that's not how you intended it, mm-hmm. um, it's really about how the audience perceives it, and it's about the clone and the time. So the last, the tone and the climate. The last thing we want to do is appear to be tone deaf. So I think we have to. There have been so many instances of people that have come out and made comments, and then had to say, "Oh, that's not what I meant." So right now, it requires us to just um, to think about what we say and how we say it and where we say it a little bit more. You know, Crystal, I always say that uh, one of my taglines is your communication is your brand. It's not just a thing I say. I really believe that because how you show up mm-hmm. is how the audience, your customers, is how they're going to, to view you moving forward. Mm. And so I want to make sure I latch on to something you said that I think was really important. You said run it by someone else. So it sounds like this might be something we can do in our mastermind groups. We find a couple friends. We might even hire a professional to look over some of our materials. But it, it sounds like you didn't just say look at it and see what you think. Sometimes we might not even be aware of how things can come across. Absolutely. And that's a great point. You may have a mastermind or you may want to hire somebody. You may, you may, but I think it's important to get input from somebody outside of yourself. 
Okay. And maybe even a person who's a professional who understands who can say, hey, Crystal, I know you. I know what you meant. But this is not the way to approach it. Here are some other suggestions. Or even to toss it back and say, what, what are you trying to communicate? What's your goal? Mm. And get someone help you, you know, bridge the gap of that messaging. Right, right. Okay. So with that having been said, you, you kind of already gave us one, but can you share three tips on specific items speakers might need to tweak right now? <sighs> So, yes, um, you know, we're big on marketing and, and, and talking about our expertise and what we can, you know, here's what I can do. I saw this pain point. Well, the pain points have shifted, right? And, and they're evolving daily and sometimes within a day. So the first thing speakers need to do is look at what you've been pushing out mm -hmm. and see how it's, make sure that it is essential right now, right? Don't post something or send something out that is not essential and relevant. That's the first thing we need to do. Make sure it's essential and make sure it's relevant. And okay, then when I you, go back. Yeah, and when you ahead. say pushing out, are you talking about like newsletters, social media, like what? Everything. What, everything. Everything that we send out. You need to make sure. Now, here's the thing. If you have a customer base and you communicate with your customers monthly on a newsletter, I wouldn't stop doing that. But I would look at what I'm saying to my customers. Because if we think about these big brands, retailers, uh, industries, they're talking to their customers when they, when they issue these statements. So okay. there's nothing wrong with you continuing to communicate with your customers. Just look at what you're saying to them so that later, is this how I want to be perceived by said group of customers and people? Mm -hmm. So look at, look at everything now and you're looking at it really through a different lens. And that's why I go back to maybe getting some input. Okay. So the um, first thing we look at is the stuff that we're pushing out. What other, you know, one or two additional things should we be reviewing right now or tweaking? So another, a lot of people want to have a media presence, right? You talk about, should we pitch? Mm -hmm. Well, here's a, now's a really good time to hold back on the pitches mm -hmm. and look at the relationships, building relationships with people in the media. If you know someone, because the media does need content. Now's a good time to reach out to them directly okay. and say, Hey, you know, I've been doing X, Y, Z. Is there anything I can help you with? Okay. It's not so much a media pitch. It's more of a conversation. Okay. Okay. Now with that having been said, cause you, you kind of touched on this a little bit. Is this the time for us to send out a press release on our stance? Cause right now we're seeing all the brands, you know, saying right. what they stand for and, and some have been received great. And some people are like, wait, aren't you the organization that did this before? And then some of them, their bases are going nuts on them on, on Facebook. Right. Cause they don't like right. it. So what is speakers? Is this when we send out our press releases or how does, how does this work? So I would say maybe, I think it depends on what it is you talk about and what it is you've been doing and how you've been showing up. Right. So, you know, it, this is not the time to all of a sudden have a position about social justice, because do you have credibility in what, what it is that you're mm -hmm. about to tell people? Credibility is really important. So you're, you always, we always run the risk of being attacked, but right. are you credible? Do you have some history in this space? And why should your opinion about what's happening matter? Ask yourself those things. And if you can communicate that effectively and, and the relevance again is important, then maybe it is. But if you just want to have a statement, maybe you have it to your customers. Maybe you send it, Hey, this is what I'm doing in my business. This is how I'm changing my speaking. So as you're looking company B at doing X, Y, Z, this is, I want you to know where I, where I stand okay. in those spaces, but be very careful about what you put out in terms of broad statements. 
So you're saying it's probably wise if we feel called to or if it makes sense or if we have credibility, we can make a statement to our customers, but just coming out, you know, just and see, look, I was about to make another <laughs> joke or reference that would not work in this environment. I caught myself. I pulled it back, right? Good for but you, Crystal. Thank you. I caught it before I said it. But just going out there, right, it, this isn't the time for us to push ourselves in the space if we're not already there. It sounds like that's what you're saying. That's absolutely what I'm saying. And here's another way you can, you can check it. Okay. You, we're also consumers. What do you see? How do you feel when you see particular company or person make a statement? How does that resonate with you? Hmm. Look at that before you and say, ah, I, maybe I shouldn't. Is it relevant? Do I have credibility in this space? And the other side I always say is, why should they care about what you have to say? Can you answer that honestly? Hmm. Is it helpful? Is it impactful? Is it essential? So it's a lot. Of, there are a few other things we have to check off now that, that we had to check off before, but they're important because you make a stand, we say something, it's very difficult to dial it back. So here's something that I know a lot of us are dealing with. How do you balance dueling issues or, or almost catastrophes, right? Because we're not only dealing with what I've just started calling the 2020 human rights movement because I needed something to call it, right? We're not just right, dealing right. with that, but we're also dealing with COVID-19 and our clients are also impacted. So how do you combine messages for two completely different situations? Like, how does that even work? So I think it, you start with having um, compassion, right? We've got to start from a place of compassion because both of those issues require that. Like I may, you may not be an expert in, in inclusion and diversity, you may not be an expert in, in, in the healthcare space, but we should all have some sort of expertise as it relates to compassion and being helpful. So okay. that's where the messages have to start. And then and, and this is, this is really a time where you might want to get, you may want to get a professional to help you, or if you're in a mastermind, work through it, make sure your mastermind has diverse voices and experiences. Oh, right? you, you, it sounds like you're saying, wait, wait now, look at your mastermind wait, 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 because wait, if you don't have mastermind. enough diversity there, you might get right. in more trouble. <laughs> you might get in more trouble. So make sure the people that you are sitting down to run this by mm -hmm. um, and that they are, they have diverse experiences and backgrounds. The other thing, Crystal, that made me good right now is instead of so much pushing out a, a press release or, or sending a pitch to the media, maybe you create create an experience with two or three people who have, you know, maybe they're speakers, but have different areas of expertise than you. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then if that conversation is something that you want to share, okay. Because that could be helpful. Oh. If you if you find that that's a way that you can have a presence, you can then push that out on social media. If you have some media relationships, you could share that. Mm -hmm. Those are some ways you can accomplish it. Mm -hmm. And it's meaningful and impactful and relevant. And, and it gives you a chance before you just go, okay, I'm going to work in this space. It, 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 it does give you a chance to make a difference. That's amazing. And even if you're already in that space, I think by you talking about creating this experience with different voices, it just lends itself to greater dialogue, greater yes. engagement from the people that are following you and, and that are your audience. So thank you for that suggestion. That's amazing. So what should speakers who are experts in areas like diversity, inclusion, leadership, and social justice do right now? So again, not all speakers, but I'm talking about those people who are qualified, who have put in the work. What should they do right now to get their messages, their messages out leveraging media? Because this is 
this is the time when we need their leadership. It is a service. So what should they be doing right now to leverage the media? That's a great question and and a great point. It is a great time for that. So um, there are a few things. I mean, they could even create one of those experiences because it's all about engagement Mm -hmm. and what people people feel like they connect when they're engaging. People don't want to be talked at right now, Mm -hmm. right? They want to be communicated with. So um, as speakers, because we oftentimes, you know, with the authority, and then we just tell you, what, what experience can you create? Do you have any media relationships? If so, I would reach out to them and say, hey, listen, uh, Susan, I speak on, you know, I do this work and I've done X, Y, and Z over the past several weeks. I'm having a lot of customers and clients. I'd love to come on if you need, any, if, if you need anything. Mm-hmm. I, I, think it's, I think it's really about leveraging relationships you have. Okay. And if you are a person who already, like you say, work in, works in the space, talk about what you do because you're not being inauthentic. Right. Share it. Make sure that, you know, you, you, you watch, if you work in a space, I don't have to tell you how to, how to show up, right? Right, right. Show up the same way, but maybe you do, um, some posts that talk about how you're navigating, how you're helping people. Okay. You know, what are you doing? And so it offers kind of some guidance, but it also reminds people that, oh yeah, he or she talks about leadership, social justice messaging. Mm -hmm. I should reach out. So it's, it's a, not so much in your face, but the very much, um, taking an aggressive, not aggressive, but taking a positive stand to share, remind people who you, what you do. So if you know that you're seeing people, maybe you don't have quite relationships with yet, but let's say that mm-hmm. you know that there is news reporter or a writer or somebody for a magazine publication that you know your topic feeds into the type of materials they present. Is this mm-hmm. the time to be pitching to them? And if so, can you give us just some, some quick and easy tips for pitching? Sure. If there's somebody that you already identify, as you just said, I would look first, I'd go and look and see what have they been writing about in the past few weeks? Okay. What, what have they been doing? What are they talking about? Mm-hmm. And I would, I would send a, uh, I wouldn't even really call it a pitch. I'd send a note mm-hmm. and say, Hey, you know, I know you talk about this particular topic and you know, I work in this space and I'd love to be a resource. Okay. So you offer to be a resource. It's kind of a pitch, but it comes across a little differently because media and like reporters and producers are looking for content. Okay. So instead of the hard pitch and sell, if you just make sure that you do a little bit of homework first and say, okay, well, she usually talks about fashion, but now she's been having to talk about these things. So let me offer to be a resource. Okay. That would be, that would be the way I would approach it. So as you're talking about soft pitching, because you're moving us away from the traditional way that, that many of us have been taught to pitch, would it make sense for us to even mention the fact, oh, we know that, that you norm, you know, I, I noticed that you normally write about fashion, but the last three articles you did, would it, does it benefit us to show that we've done our research? Does that? Absolutely. It okay. does. Because what it does for the journalist, the person on the other side is, it lets them know that, okay, they've done some of the work. I, they get it. I can, I don't have to educate them because what they don't want is some issue that shows up in their paper, on their podcast, on their air, that then they have to fix. So absolutely. It does show that it gives you more credibility and it's always about credibility. Okay. So I'm going to ask one last question of you because you've been so generous with your time, Kim, you know, you are a professional speaker. You've been seeing what some of our peers are doing. Is there any one thing that you're seeing that's a mistake 
that many of us are making or something where you're seeing and you're like, oh, pull back. Is there anything you can think of that, that maybe we should watch out for? I think everybody should pull back on having a strong position about, um, especially about race. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a topic that for so long we just haven't talked about because for many people it felt taboo. Mm-hmm. And now it seems everyone thinks we have a green light to have an opinion about it. Okay. And we don't. I think that's, a, that's an area that we really need to, I'd say, stop, take a breath, ask somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this very transparently. If you are not a person of color, mm-hmm. don't jump into the race conversation. If you're not, you know, if you're not, uh, if you didn't write white fragility, mm-hmm. don't, you don't have the background yet. It doesn't mean that you can't talk about social justice and diversity, mm-hmm. but we've got to be sensitive to the climate right now. And so that we can really move our expertise forward and be respected and appreciated for it. You know, I, I appreciate the fact you said that. I found myself um, listening in on a conversation two days ago, Kim, and it was about uh, LGBTQ issues when it comes to social justice. And I remember just listening. I was just a fly in the wall and there were some very different positions and just being okay with not putting my opinion because people were typing in and debating and I was just, you know, sending hearts to everybody of all opinions just because I was grateful to be there and listening because I wasn't qualified. I didn't have the background nor the personal experience. And so I think that's golden because I have seen some of us crash and burn too, because we jump into conversations with, without a level of awareness or background, but we think we have it right. 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 We have more time on our hands now, right? We still need to work and, and we're worried about, you know, we've been sitting down, Kim, for months. I understand that. So has everybody else. Right, right. But use this as a time to learn something new. I mean, I've been learning new things uh, all the time. And so we learn something new, learn about somebody that maybe you would otherwise not have been interested in, learn about their background history, just learn something. Mm-hmm. I think it will help us all um, just expand our breath of experiences and expertise. And at the end of the day, when we're speakers, doesn't that just help us better relate to our audiences anyway? Absolutely. It helps us, you know, it helps us better relate. And it's easier to be more authentic when you've done a little bit of work. Like we're always talking about doing work. You know, you've got to make these calls. You got to, well, now the work is shifted a little bit. There's some other work we have to do. Take Mm -hmm. that same approach. Like you make those five calls a day or 20, whatever the number is for you, do this work as well, because it, it is a shift. And who knows, we could be talking in two weeks, Crystal, about yet another shift. We are living in such uncertainty. Right. So we have got to be nimble, right? So learn something, be quiet, take a breath, and ask somebody who's not like you. Have you registered for the National Speakers Association's annual conference? Influence 2020 has pivoted completely to give you what you need right now. Actionable ideas and strategies that you can implement immediately to grow your business, expand your revenue streams, and emerge from challenging, unprecedented times even stronger than before. Save your travel expenses and join us for a unique, unmissable virtual experience that emphasizes content and techniques for both making money now and laying the groundwork to thrive in the future. Three months of virtual, over 25 incredible breakouts create one unforgettable experience. Please visit nsaspeaker.org and click on the events tab to learn more. For tuning into Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Catch us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, and NSA's social media profiles. 
I'll see you next week when we'll discuss the healing power of humor. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.